Here, as you see, they 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 put the uh, this would be well this would be the uh, on the top of the plate. You put the two foods that we talk about that you don't use for the seder plate, and then you have in the middle. They have it a little bit different over here. In the middle, uh, you have underneath right here between the two. Um, the two foods you have the mortar in the middle, and then again in the bottom, the bottom in the middle you also have the uh, mortar. Um, so you see that the besides the two top ones to the right and to the left, everything else is actually used during the seder. All the different items are used during the seder. The the two top ones are not used during the seder. Uh, the shank bone, what they call the shank bone, uh, we call it zroya. Uh, the word shank bone uh, is because it's because of the lamb. You know, uh, it's supposed to uh, it's supposed to remind us of the lamb in which they um, which they sacrificed, and they used to eat it on the night of Pesach. So. That's where the shank bone comes from. But uh, we use a zroya. The word we call it a zroya. Zroya really means uh, a hand. It's called in Aramaic, it's called a zroya, a hand. Uh, it says that God has taken us out of Egypt. With a strong uh, hand. Yeah, with a strong hand. A zroya, a hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or with an outstretched hand with a zroya. I think what you a mentioned that twice. Yes, two very. Ways. Yes. What do you say? Strong Yeah. So that's called a zroya. So, but the um, the word uh, zroya, you know, a, a chicken has legs. Okay. Uh, so the word zroya can technically mean various different items, uh, but. It is a cooked item, one cooked item. That is supposed to represent. That's supposed to represent the carbon Pesach, the Paschal, the lamb. So that's the neck you use in place. You cook it. A neck or anything else. Now, because we don't have at the time that the Beis Hamikdash was in place, and they actually brought the sacrifice of the lamb. So then they would actually put a piece of lamb on the, on the plate, on the table, on the plate table, because at that point they would be using it. And they would be eating it. And we're eating it. And they would eat it together, either together with the matzah or separately, depending on the different opinions. So they would actually use a, a they would actually use that. But now that we don't have the actual, we just want to remember that. So what do we use? So therefore we use the Zroya, which by our tradition we use a neck of a chicken. Now I suggested yesterday, no, I suggested yesterday that the reason why we use the neck was maybe because it was least used of the of the chicken, as least waste, and because it's only uh, it's only to commemorate. So maybe that's why we're going to use that uh, as something now. It's brought down in the tradition on Chabad that we actually remove most of the meat from the neck 
so that it should no way resemble really, but you need some meat on there because it's supposed to be a cooked item to represent well, the you'll never get it all carbon. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, okay, so that's right. Okay, so, but that's, and actually what we do is we roast it before, uh, before Yontif, so it should be like the Paschal lamb was supposed to be roasted. So this is sort of commemorating it. But together with commemorating it, we also want to make sure that we don't confuse that with the actual carbon. So therefore, so we don't, we don't confuse it with the actual carbon. And therefore, what we do is um, we actually um, go ahead and do a lot of different things. A chicken, which of course a chicken is not kosher for any carbon. Can't bring a chicken on the on the altar at all. No, not even a bird. Only a dove and a pigeon are permitted sometimes to be brought. But over here, you needed a lamb anyway, so it wouldn't work. But in essence, we don't want really a shank bone to a real. Besides being very large, or even a piece of it, but that would sort of um, be confused. On actually, you're eating lamb. Right. And you're eating roast. Now, there's a whole other issue about eating any roasted food at all on the Pesach, because in the halacha, there's an issue not to eat any, any roasted. We don't eat directly roasted food in the regular way. Now, there's roasted in the oven, roasted on top of the oven. They're very, what, what is roasted exactly? But we stay away from roasted meat during the first two days or nights of Pesach. You eat chicken or you can eat meat that is not roasted. You can eat cooked chicken, cooked meat you can eat. You can eat you can't eat roasted meat. So to have an actual shank bone, to actually have meat, right, you wouldn't be able to roast it. And if you didn't roast it, it would able we don't use a shank bone. We just use the neck of a chicken. And I'm suggesting the reason a neck versus anything else is because we don't even want to use it. And that's why it's, it's a neck of a chicken, maybe. But on the other side, we also have the egg. The egg represents the other sacrifice in the time of the temple, right. and that wasn't unique, as I told you, to Pesach, because every Yontif, there was a Chagiga carbon. that is a carbon. When you come to Hashem, you have to uh, bring the uh, festive carbon, uh, and that was brought... Uh, separately on every Yontif. So on Pesach, we have a carbon Pesach too. So the egg represents the other carbon. Now the egg, egg is not even meat at all. We just need a cooked item, something to represent that. But these are the only two items on the Seder plate, which are on the top, which are just representative of something that happens. And like I said, why an egg? That's another issue, whether some want to suggest that it's uh, mourning because... We're mourning the temple because we're only representing it versus, and an egg is a mourner's food because it's a circle, it's a cycle, and there's no top and bottom over there, as explained elsewhere. So uh, some say that that's the reason we use the egg, but the Rebbe takes issue with that because that would have to change over time, that they use something else. Now, the only other thing is, which is interesting is that even though there is no clear... Uh, law about eating the egg but the tradition is that people during the meal eat the egg 
when you but, start, the first thing in the meal, yeah, but it's brought down the by the menhagim that you eat the egg. But that's part of the meal. It's not part of the service. Oh, yeah, but if we're so careful... Then why are we eating the egg? Why are we eating the egg? If we're so careful not to eat... Yeah. Not to eat, yeah but one needs to understand an egg representing... Uh, meat and being eaten it's not the same. It's not the same. I mean the the resemblance of a carbon to an egg is like very, very distant. So I guess even eating it wouldn't but yet it has a nobody would think that you're eating the carbon chagiga right. because you're eating an egg. An egg has nothing to do with a carbon chagiga. So the question is why didn't they get something more to represent it in a more as an animal as our, but here they said a food is enough so the egg basically is a food which is enough to commemorate the, the Korban Chagiga and it's interesting Not there's some years that they would not have a Chagiga because if Pesach came out on Shabbos so the, the Paschal sacrifice you can do on Friday which is the time it overrides, I'm sorry, I mean, if Pesach night comes out on Sunday, if, if, if Pesach night well, is Saturday, Saturday night, night. Yeah. so then the Paschal offering overrides the Shabbos. So when you would come to your table, you would have the Korban Pesach to eat, but you would not have the Korban Chagiga because you couldn't do it on Shabbos. And it you doesn't do it before. You can't do it before because you can't eat it long enough. You can't hold it for that time. It's spoiled, right. Spoiler, there's a law that you can't have it more than more than the time the Torah allots it. You wouldn't be able to eat it if you made it, make it before. So maximum you can have it, if you did it on Friday, you can have it Friday and Shabbos, but you cannot have it on Shabbos night anymore. You can have it for two days, but you have it on, you say get sick, the Torah says that you can't use it. Maybe because you're going to get sick. Okay, but in any event, in any event, the... Um, but still, the Seder play doesn't make a difference. Even in a year when uh, the uh, first Seder comes out on Sunday, yeah. uh, or, or not the first Seder, when the Seder comes out on Sunday, you're still not going to take away anything from the plate. You're still going to have the two kinds of the plate. But it's not consumable. But, no, you, you, you eat it after the, by the Milba Shulchan it's only representing what I'm saying. Yeah, the reason we're so careful not to eat the, the Zroya is because the Zroya is meat after all, it's chicken, but it's still meat, so therefore it resembles. But the egg, yeah, but the egg is something totally different. So the egg is, is totally different. That would not really be a, uh, a problem. No, but, and then you're eating, like you said, eating the egg afterwards. With the salt water. Okay, that's with the salt water, and that's basically what you're doing is you're utilizing it shouldn't go to waste, perhaps. What do you have? You have an egg on the table already, already and you have, a, you have the water, and you have you a have hard the egg. salt water, and you have the potato, and now you have the salt water again okay. with the egg. Okay, so now, so let's go after that. So, you just, so the only thing what I'm trying to point out to you is that the, these two items are only on the table because they represent something that used symbolic, to be right. symbolic and we don't have them today. But all the other stuff that we have on the Seder plate are stuff that we're going to use throughout the Seder. So we were talking about the carpas. Right. Carpas, you said about a potato or you said it's an onion. Oh, our tradition is an onion or a potato. Some people will take parsley. What is the reason we do that in the first place? So. The purpose of this is actually to get the children's curiosity, to get them to ask questions. 
It's not something that has significance because we're doing it to remember. Of course, later on they tell you about the salt water. It has some idea that it, some people say it represents the tears. Uh, some people say that it's the bitterness that they, ex- they experienced. Uh, the word karpas itself, which is the name for that particular vegetable that we dip in, has the abbreviation of Samach Perach, which would mean 600,000 work, liberious work for Egypt. That's the word, the Karpas itself. Karpas itself is meaning is a kind of a dip, but what's the purpose of the dip? Normally, people start a meal, and that's when they dip in the meal. People don't use dips before they start the meal. Over here, because the people are going to start the meal, before they start the meal, and all of a sudden they're dipping in, this is kind of unusual. A child who is used to the meal knows where they wash, and they make a mozi, and then they start the meal, and then they start the dipping, you know, then they bring out all the dips. But here all of a sudden there is a dips over here. What is these dips doing over here? Now, what kind of a dip? Now you're saying it. Well, in this case, we make the bracha, we use a dip that has the blessing of Bore Pri Ha'adama, which has the Ha'adama uh, blessing on it. So, one of the criteria is we want the thing that you're going to dip. We need to get something to dip, so we want it to be a Ha'adama. Technically, based on that, if we need it to be the blessing of Ha'adama, you can actually use any type of Ha'adama, technically. You would say celery or anything. But yeah, we use celery sometimes. Some people use... Any, but some people don't use any any vegetables that are not peeled or cut. They don't they only use peeled veg, vegetables that, that they can cut. Now, for the uh, romaine lettuce, they need to have no choice because they got to use it for the mortar. But outside of that, people will not use any other leafy vegetables. But the point over here is, why do we want to use a an item that has a blessing of hadoma? Because we want, when you say the blessing, when you're going to say the blessing, or that you're going to say the blessing before eating it, Baruch Hashem, in which blessing? Borei Pri HaAdama. We want you to have in mind, you're going to have later on Moror, and you're going to have later on Moror with Korach. We're telling you now, when you're saying the blessing, Borei Pri HaAdama, to have in mind the other time so you don't have to make a blessing later on for the murder and for the and for the korech sandwich you're not going to have to make a blessing that's why we chose an item which is a hadama because therefore you're going to make already a hadama and you're going to have in mind so you won't have to make a bracha so you're going to say hey wait a minute what are you talking about what kind of a bracha do you are you talking about the other murder we're going to eat after we wash and once we wash we make a mozi we don't have to make any other blessings why would we have to make another blessing? And certainly the Korach sandwich is actually coming together with the matzah over there. You're eating the Korach sandwich. Why would we have to make a blessing of a Bar Pri Adama? <clears throat> there is issues about that because, you know, the reason we don't make a blessing, when you wash and you have a meal, let's say the Shabbos meal, and you made a mozi, you're not going to make a blessing on everything else that you eat. It's all considered part of the meal. There is an issue, which means there are questions. Is the murder part of the meal? It's just because it's, you know, murder, people don't, 
make a more sandwich in the meal. Is this something part of the meal? If actually, when you eat dessert, let's say by the meal, it's considered separate, you'd make a bracha separately for your dessert. The mortar might have a status of a dessert. It may not be part of the meal. So the fact that we already had before a moror, a hadoma, by the way, you got to make sure as not to use moror. Like you can't use uh, romaine lettuce to dip in, and you can't use a crane to dip in, because you're going to use that later. What are you going to dip it in? You're not going to use what you're going to... I mean, here you have to eat crane later. You already used it already before. So you have to eat some vegetable <laughs> which, whose vrach is adama that is not at all anything to do with the murder. But you want the blessing of bore priha adama, which is made for a growing thing that grows from the ground. You want it to apply to that. And even the murder, which is in the korech sandwich, notwithstanding the fact that even the korech, it may have importance on its own. And therefore... When you make the bracha bara priha dama on the uh, karpas, on the vegetable, you want to have in mind that all the other things, so then for course you don't have to make a bracha later on. That way you don't, you, know, you don't get involved with the various opinions. Because some people say it is part of the meal, you don't have to make a bracha. Some say you do have to make a bracha. This way you've made the bracha bara priha dama before. So even if you have to make a bracha you already had in mind, now you don't have to make that bracha again, right? That's why we eat... Now, so I explained to you why we need a vegetable. So, and we need a vegetable whose blessing is hadoma, so that that blessing will go already for the other vegetable that you eat later on, which we have to eat, hadoma is hadoma. Now the question is, why are we dipping it in now? Why are we starting off with that? As I explained, it's to do because dips come in the meal to get the child to ask. Why are we dipping it specifically in salt water? That's other reasons, like I said, what exactly the reason salt water. Perhaps salt water was one of the things that people that could not afford a lot used as dips. If you got to make a dip, what are you going to make? A fancy dip? They made a dip out of there? Out of the, the water in those days was tainted and the salt purified the water. <coughs> Possibly. Yeah, and, now, another, and another thing, and another thing is we know that if one eats vegetables that he dips in the water and his hands that are wet, and the food gets wet, then he eats it with his hands, there is a question that he might have to wash his hands. Now, all year round that. So we, what we do is, we don't make a bracha. Some, according to some, just like before you wash for bread, right. you have to make a bracha until you die. Some say you have to make a bracha until you die if you eat vegetables that are wet, moist. But we don't rule like them to make the bracha, but we rule like them to wash our hands. So over here, when you're going to eat a vegetable dipped in water and the, 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 the vegetable is going to get moist, whether it's an onion, whether it's a potato, or those who use something else, but it's going to be moist. So you want to make sure that you wash your hands first. That's why before we do the carpas, <coughs> we go ahead and we wash our hands. That's why that carpas is, uh, is there on the, on, on the Seder. Now, we don't want to eat a lot of it, which means, what does it mean? If you eat like a good potato, uh, a big size of a potato, a big size of an onion, or specifically if you eat the size of an olive, which is considered the uh, size of a potato of an olive, then you would have to make an eftabracha. And there is an issue if you make an, and if you're going to make an eftabracha, 
if you're going to make an after bracha, then it's not going to apply to the whole the whole idea of using a vegetable is so the hadama applies to the further if you make a after bracha then you then 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 you're not going to solve the problem whether you have to make a bracha on the mortar and the korach or not because you already made an after bracha for this now why don't they just eat a kazais and not make an after bracha and then just rely on the benching you'll do later on, because the benching might not help you for a bracha that you did before, for the vegetable that you eat before the meal. You might have to make a separate bracha chrona. So therefore, we say to you, eat less a very small piece. Of that uh, karpas, we want you to eat a very small piece only. So you have in mind, but you don't eat less than a kizayis, so that you don't have to make an after bracha. So either you are, if you're going to be motzi, the, the vegetables that you're going to use in the meal, the mortar and the korach, then the benching is automatically going to cover that also because that comes after, within the meal, the after bracha, the benching is going to cover that. And for your first uh, you don't need a bracha chrona because you ate less than a kizais. But the bracha rishona, if it applies to that, will also cover then the bracha chrona. It's all explained in the Shulchan Aruch why we do that. Okay, I just wanted to say so that happens with the karpas. I just explained to you why people will use various different vegetables and they use different things and why we use it. And it all counts as long as you don't use the mortar and as long as you use a a vegetable which is blessing is hadoma, and as long as you don't need a kizai, it's less than the size of an olive, right. then you've done it, and you have to have in mind to for, for the bracha for the other for the other things uh, for the other things, and then the other parts of the seder plates are pretty obvious, which means you have the charosis. The charosis right. was actually uh, meant originally to protect you from a certain uh, a worm that was in the mortar that had. That was supposed to take it out. It was something called kappa. It was it was it was something that is used uh, for for health reasons. That was the original. But that 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 is how the charosis comes in. So the 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 mora, and we and we learned yesterday by the chabad is very careful uh, not to dip in, uh, in 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 the matzah. So only during the mora will we dip the mora into the charosis over there. And we don't really want to lose, we shake it mostly off because you don't want to lose the bitterness of the mora, but you dip it in. But by the uh, second time, by the uh, korek sandwich, we don't want it in moisture at all. So you'll right. take a little bit of the dry uh, charosis and put it onto the, onto the uh, mora that you have over there. And uh, without even mixing it up with any wine, because the, wine, the wine go to the bar, or there's no wine at all. Yeah. So the way we learned what the Rebbe does, the way they said it is that the Rebbe would before he would dip the mortar in, right. he would take his charosis and put it into the plate which is underneath the cup of wine. It had some wine in it, and that's the way he would make oh, it and from the wine. And then he would he would dip his. Uh, his uh, his his mortar into there. I guess it was already in the while it was in the plate over there, or I don't think he put it back onto this the, the plate. So the wine that was left. No, no. That that we get rid of separately. Yeah, no. so Generally, he just went a little bit in the plate, or you know, it spills out a little bit. I guess oh, there was a little bit in there oh, from okay. whatever. So, but for the chazeres, they just put from the from the actually dry charoises. So that's the charoises. But basically, you're saying the charoises. Goes together with the mortar. The the charosis sort of offsets yeah. the the mortar, 
and so that's the two over there. And we have two morers because one of them is for the morer and one is for the sandwich, which is a whole other reason why we have a sandwich. Because the question is, uh, do we have to eat them together or do we have to eat them separately? So we eat them first separately, matzah and morer, and then we eat the matzah and the morer together. You may not be able, because according to one opinion, if you eat the matzah and morer separately, that's the only way to fulfill the obligation. According to the other opinion is, it's only if you eat the matzah and morer together the way to fulfill the obligation. So therefore we do it both ways. We first do it matzah and morer, and then we do the matzah and the morer together. That's why we have the cover sandwich. Both, cover, cover both opinions. We only did it with the sandwich. Okay. Would you do both? First the matzah, yeah. and then the morer, and then you do the matzah. That's why you see in the order of the seder. That's why we have two morers, yeah. and that's why we have the three matzahs. So what happens is, we, we need three matzahs is because two of them will be used for Lecha Mishnah, for double, for, for like every, and one of them is broken right. because we put away one for the Afikoman. Right. And there's a lot of other reasons why we have three. But then later on when we make the motzi, no, we're going to eat part, you know, which exactly is too long going to be now, which one right, right. we have in mind, but the, the point, what I'm trying to bring out, everything of the Seder plate you used, including the matzahs, all the three matzahs are being used because the bottom matzah will be used for the Korach sandwich, the top matzah and the middle matzah are used for the Hamotzi sandwich, and all in all, uh, everything of the plate is used and is... Uh, from all together, we make the um, the seder play together. Okay.